Hello and welcome to Funny Science Fiction, the live edition. Hello, beautiful people. What? Is it? The music's still going? I think it sounds like the music's still going, like it went twice. Uh, unless you're hearing Kathleen's... Um... I'm... Hearing I'm Kathleen's hearing... what? Uh, like, are you? Do you have it played on your phone? No. And even if I do, I have it. I don't have my volume on. Something's weird. Dog whining. That would be my dog, who is currently outside and has been told <laughs> that there's a person coming for her. Person, <laughs> the dog. Anyway. Yeah, we have a show, right? Mm -hmm. Are you still no. like? <laughs> Alrighty then. Well, that's how tonight's gonna go. <laughs> is Nick in the uh, bathroom? No. Nick is actually in a uh, sterile environment. I've. Um... <laughs> He's joining us from the government testing facility, <laughs> where they have decided that they are going to test to see whether or not he is a lizard person. Oh hey, my man. gosh. I don't know what's going on, but I'm hearing everything like in a three to five it, second delay. All, all you're hearing is Kathleen's dog. No, no, I just... no. Okay. Well, let's. Anybody else hear it? I don't hear it. Nope. Never mind. I'm an idiot. I figured it out. Okay. Do you, would you like to know why I'm an idiot and why I could hear it playing in the background? Yes. Because, because okay, so I have. Tab open? I had my YouTube channel. Open. Oh God! <laughs> no, what I was what I was laughing about. And muted about so quickly is my neighbor's huskies deciding they need to sing the song to their people outside right now. I'm hearing everything on like a three to five second delay. I'm like, what in the bloody hell is going on? Why am I hearing this? I'm losing my mind over here. Anyway, now that you guys have gone through two and a half minutes of Tim being an idiot and trying to figure out what the crap's going on in his life. Welcome to the Funny Science Fiction <laughs> Podcast Live Edition. The podcast where if it isn't funny, we probably left it in anyway. As is evidenced by the last two and a half minutes. Yeah. Oh, oh god. Gosh. That well, that was fun. Woo! We're good. And or before something. we get into tonight's show, we need to say thanks to our show partners, Bridgework Studios and Level Up Lightsabers. Or Level All Up right. Sabers. Level Up Sabers, yeah. However, our new friends over at Bridgework Studios have yet to get their crap together to make a video. Timothy. Rude. Rude. Accurate. Rude. <laughs> that is what I aim to be. Accurate, but rude. <laughs> <laughs> Accurately rude. <laughs> but we do still have the wonderful video from Level Up Sabers. So let's roll that beautiful nerd footage. they don't have an intro video yet the link for bridgework studios will be in the comment section below as soon as tim does it as well as level up sabers so you know there we got that going for us yes i do have extra 
So yes, we have decided that Nick is in a government testing facility where they are talking to see whether or not he is a lizard person. Fair enough. Which is why they gave you a bon a, a bonsai <laughs> tree because they didn't want you to eat a real one. <laughs> oh, I always love it when you can hear the show going off the rails before we've introduced our guests. It's always a good time. I'm sorry, uh, we need to just uh, no. I led the charge. In it. Can we can we upgrade to a hover train? No I led the charge in this, so I can't I can't really complain. All right. I also want to remind if you guys are still sticking around and you've gotten this far and you thought for whatever reason this was still an entertaining show of some sort, please uh, take a moment to subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, it helps us out greatly. And uh, that subscription means a ton to us. Uh, if you'd like to help us by means of financial support and you want to help us to avoid uh, Avoid, afford, there's a Freudian slip, avoid <laughs> making content, afford making content uh, that you can enjoy. Please use the link here and you can uh, you can go to uh, the coffee site and buy us a coffee. And that, of course, uh, sends a little bit of cash our way and we're able to continue moving forward. So I, I mean, if they want to give us enough that we can avoid making content. You know, sometimes the Freudian slips are the accurate <laughs> things. It's not what you meant to say. It's how you said it. So, you went, meant one thing and said your what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, where we did the one thing at the one time with the one thing. So, But yeah, please subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. And if you'd like, like I said, if, if you're so inclined, you can help us out with a little coffee cash. And let's welcome our guest tonight. Our guest to, to tonight's podcast. <laughs> This is all kinds of awesome. Let's welcome our guest tonight, podcaster Chris D.T. Gordon. What's up, Chris? Hey, everyone. Hey. Good to be here. I'm glad you're sponsored by Fordian Slip, where you meant one thing and you said your mother. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for See, this around. guy. this guy gets it. So, <laughs> oh. What's up, Jason? All right. Who else we got back there? And we also have from here. TikTok. Ben Riley. What's up, oh, Ben? Hello, everyone. Hey, Ben. <laughs> Hi. Uh, couple around. questions. Uh, no, no, we are not taking questions at this time. Are uh, you sure, Tim? <laughs> I, you good? I think I think it's in my best interest not to take the question. Okay. I have a question for Nick. Though. Actually, drinking tonight. What? Why did I just get a call from a government research facility? Literally off <laughs> caller ID, it said GOV research. <laughs> the moment Kathleen said that you're a lizard person, I'm a little afraid now. What's well, happening? To the, to the dear NSA, are, NSA are you actually that is being in, like, forced to watch our show. Thank you for being here. You know, I am noticing that Nick now has a striking resemblance to Paz, Patton Oswalt from the Whoa. foil video. Yes. You remember that? I don't know if that's a compliment or not. Hey, we saw that tongue. <laughs> we already have a Trandoshan. We don't need another. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Jesus. Why? All right. Is it not an option tonight? There it goes. All right. Nothing. My full screen button wasn't working. Nice. But anyway, before we get into tonight's topic, would you lovely gentlemen like to tell us more about who you are, why you're here and where you have gone wrong in your life so this is what you're doing. Oh, I don't think we have enough time to cover <laughs> well, that last part. But we have to. I'll do my best. I am Chris D.T. Gordon. I met Tim about a, a year ago 
uh, roughly. I'm a fellow geek, as you can tell from my uh, uh, Ninja Turtles slash Deadpool picture and my picture of Weird Al. I'm also a podcaster, as stated before. I have the Scar Bears podcast, not Scarred Bears, though that is visually amazing. But I talked with other survivors of physical and mental trauma. And I also teach. I'm a professional speaker. I am a newly minted soccer coach. That's why I was I was almost not here on time. And just a crazy bald guy. Fair oh, enough. I can I can attest to all of those things. He's he's pretty good at all of them, especially the bald guy thing. Yes. Rocking it. <laughs> Thank you. I do what I can. <laughs> You're doing it well, sir. Thank you. So apparently tonight's topic is Nick needs therapy. <laughs> that is every oh, night. Topic. That's that's that is that's a running every topic every week. Topic. <laughs> I I I would like to take this opportunity to go back to the introduction of Moon Knight, and you're like, I could see how walking on glass would be caught, would be entertaining <laughs> or enjoyable. I think it was the word. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. wouldn't it ben, be easier to say which one of us doesn't need therapy? No, uh, honestly, yeah, that is a much easier way to go about it. Pretty, I'm pretty sure the, the majority of the population needs therapy at this right, point. Except for the, the aliens who have fu- somehow figured out how to be the functional adults. <laughs> They're the only ones with yeah. a I think that's secret invasion. I think Marvel's actually doing that now. <laughs> it could probably be. so. We don't know what the plan is for phase four. But anyway. <laughs> ben, why don't you tell a little bit about everybody a little bit about yourself? Hi, I'm Ben Riley. I, I'm on TikTok sometimes. Yeah, I, I am a nerd. I do cosplay. I do basically just kind kind of everything nerd related. Uh, I got my water bottle with... Uh, hold on. There we go. Trust the Force. Ooh. I'm also currently wearing my Green Lantern ring. So I, I have you become have one Green with Lantern nerd. Lantern. I don't, and that probably would explain why this thing doesn't work. Mm. Yeah. I, I keep sitting there in traffic just like, please, come on! And brightest day, and brightest day. It, it, I need the battery first, but anyway, uh, yeah. So I do a bunch of nerd stuff. That's about it. Excellent, excellent. All right, so we'll try and have somewhat of a, a realistic conversation tonight, not just Tim talking all over top of everybody. Um, uh, is it possible eh, though? It happens every once in a while. It, no. You pull it together. All right, so our topic for tonight's live show is called "Sell Me a Sci-Fi." So it's a little game. We've played it before, but we have a couple of new, uh, new. Well, we'll say people because anything else would sound not nice. Um, faces, and that just makes everything questionable again. Yeah, I was gonna say you know new victims, but you know, again, that sounds not as nice. It, it is but, also assuming that we are people, of course. Exactly. Nick does another lick Looking towards his microphone. He did look up at that. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, wait, what? Who? Me? I'm just trying to figure out how to blink sideways. Like, <laughs> all right, Nick, can you do me a favor before we start? Maybe. Can you touch the bonsai tree to prove that you're actually there? Because it does look like just like a fake background, honestly. It's too far away. No, oh, it's a hologram. I knew it. No. There, it is. Oh, there it is. It okay. moved. It moved. All right, so uh, the point of Sell Me a Sci-Fi, the way this game works, is that each of us are going to have picked a sci-fi coming in when none of us knows what the other one has picked. Uh, and so we might have we might have some uh, duplicates of movie titles, but that's okay. 
But what we're going to do is uh, we've all picked a, a bad sci-fi movie that, that, in our opinion, is a bad sci-fi. And we're going to try and convince uh, everybody else by our description to watch it and then give them a chance to guess what it is at the end of our description. Wait, okay. are we supposed to think we are supposed to think it's bad? Well, because I picked the or... like my favorite sci-fi movie. So that's okay. <laughs> I totally misunderstood the assignment, and I will not be changing my answer. Well, no, <laughs> even, even the, this is a horrible movie, but I love it. Oh, I I'm gonna get flamed for my pick, so it's okay. I'm I'm okay with it. So, yeah. So whatever you picked is fine. We'll we'll just roll with it. It's not a big deal. I just typically pick a bad sci-fi because uh, that way it's a little more fun to hear how people describe it and if people can catch on to it. But, all right, so uh, up first in the hot seat, we have Nick. Nick is going to explain to us what his sci-fi is, and we're going to try and figure it out. Earth has been invaded by a race of souls who inhabit human bodies, stripping them of their memories and identities. It is the way the alien race survives and spreads. Although we meet a character who has some sort of a glitch and is inhabited by an alien soul, but still remains inside their own head and has their own identity. This leads to interior conversations between the soul of the character and the earth of the character. The soul of the character falls in love with the earth oh, of the character. No. I think I know what this is, and I'm afraid. So it's not supposed to be possible, but... Mm, sort of like she goes to kiss him. Well, let me give it away. She goes to kiss, character goes to kiss another character, and... The inner voice says, no, that person's from the ro- another planet. Uh-oh. It is set in New Mexico. There are some surviving humans from an, that are living inside an almost extinct volcano. And... Yeah. There's some action in there. There's a love story between the alien and the character and the character and another character. Well, I officially have nothing. Ben, you said you thought you knew what it was. I thought I knew what it was, and then he said New Mexico, and I'm like, that ain't right. So it is vastly different than what I thought it was going to be. Okay, what do you think it was? Uh, the fact that I know this exists is terrible. There is an anime where someone's hand turns into, like, it's a dude, and their hand turns into a woman that they fall in love with. <laughs> That's horrible. The fact that and I know that it is, is bad. That's why I don't watch anime. Listen, oh, there are good anime. Cool. That was weird. I didn't watch it. Someone told me about it. I'm like, that right. can't exist. And then I looked it up and I'm like, oh my god, that exists. And I This is a live action film. Okay. Um, directed by Andrew Nicole. 
who also wrote The Truman Show, and he okay. also directed Gattaca. Yeah, I, at, at first I thought it was Venom until you said New Mexico. I guess you could say... And then I'm lost now. I got nothing. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I got nothing. That was another thought. In fact, it was a book that inspired the Twilight movies. And it wasn't Twilight. Early evening. I can I can hear Kathleen doing the Googling over there. Oh, no, I'm still writing my description. Sorry. Uh-huh. Sure, sure. I'm surprised. Uh, I, I don't even very... have, like, a, a strand to start a Google strain. Google I got nothing. Down. You can tell the difference between a human and an alien in the eyes. The eyes have a white glow to them, like a white, white ring glow. Adding more detail isn't helping me. All right. <laughs> you guys have anything? The, movie the only one is. I got nothing. I think, I think they're lost too. Yeah, yeah, not a clue. All right, Nick, what is it? Panel. The movie is called The Host. Oh. Okay. You. It makes sense. What? Yeah, but like I've seen that movie and it that. I would not say that is what it is described as, so that's why I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's not. Well, you got to take. You have to take some liberties in the description if you're trying to get to the end without people guessing it. So. True. So, there are a couple movies called The Host, I believe. This is in 2013. Okay, in so I saw a particular. Possibly. All right. Yeah, because the, the one I know of is much older than that. So maybe a reboot? I don't know. Could have been. Could have be, Possibly. There was a All 2006 right. version called The Host. That might have been the one I saw. Interesting. Okay. I really have no idea. <laughs> it was like a, a Japanese monster movie. That's That's the one I saw. Okay. Yeah. This is. Yeah. That's why I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> the only one that I know of, of the host is like <laughs> very much not that. Just just a teensy weensy bit different. Yeah. So. You know, Japan, New Mexico. Same so diff similar. Only. You know, it's so same diff only. Only plateaus and and deserts. You know, no big. It, it was a. I think it was in that string of movies where they were just like making a bunch of those like young adult. Yeah, books. it was in there with it was in there with the Twilight movies and uh, Hunger Games and uh, uh, Maze Runner, mm -hmm. Divergent. Uh, Divergent. That was the one I couldn't come up with. Which, okay. which, according to my wife, who works at a bookstore, um, do you have any idea how many romance novels are literally just a copy of Twilight or like Raylo fan fiction? Those are the only two forms of romance available on the market these days. That's is just, sad. do you want Twilight with different names? Or what people wanted out of Star Wars? <laughs> That's it. Weird. It is really bad. Alright. 
Well, congratulations, Nick. You passed. Nobody got your. Nobody, Nobody had any money. idea what that was. But did I sell it? Did you want to watch it? No. No, because I'm still confused no. about it. Yeah, so. I still have no idea what it is or what it's for. <laughs> Even after you said what it is and I realized that I do know it, I don't want to watch it. I thought All I right. had Morgan Freeman in it, but that was the other movie I was thinking of that I was confused by. That was yeah, Evan that would... Almighty. That was different. So. <laughs> it was actually Oblivion. But... That was Bruce Almighty. I thought he was in both. Could have been. All right. yeah, he was I would watch the host if it were narrated by Morgan Freeman. I'd watch just about anything narrated by Morgan Freeman, to be honest with you. Morgan Freeman, come on. Exactly. All right, Ben, tell us what you got. Sell oh. us a sci-fi. All right. So. Stop punching Ooh. things. It's a, it's a really great sci-fi. I love it. It starts with this bright-eyed kid. It's really cool. Him and his mom are, like, really close together. Uh, and then literally in the next scene, his dad leaves them. Just abandons the family, goes off to God knows where. Uh, so this bright-eyed kid turns into, like, this really degenerate, like, teenager over time. Like, I got breaking it. into, like, breaking into government facilities kind of thing. Just doesn't care about the law. Gets in trouble all the time. Gets caught by the police. Brought back to his mom. The police say, hey, your kid messes up one more time. That's it. They're in jail forever. Mom's barely able to afford anything. Can't help out, get him into better schools and whatnot. So this weird, like, kind of uncle figure just goes, hey, let's go on an adventure. Let's just go. We got this cool thing that some old guy gave us when he died. So let's just take it and leave. And they did. And the uncle happens to be kind of, like, kind of filthy sinking rich. So he buys a ship and a crew and they take off into literally they don't know and it's great uh the kind of degenerate kid finds basically a surrogate father figure who's gaslighting him the entire time literally just lying his ass off the whole time uh kid doesn't know everyone else kind of does uh and then the entirety of the crew says hey we now are nearing our destination uh, so we're going to kill everyone. And they try, and they fail. The kid, the uncle, and a couple other people take off, run away. Uh, they find this really, like, weird dude who can't remember anything. But is just like, mm, why not? Let's keep him. This is fun. Uh, the surrogate father figure, who is now just a mean person, comes back, tries to fight the kid, uh... They end up going to basically a cave that's about to explode, but they don't care. Uh, and through a whole bunch of random shenanigans in the nearly exploding cave, the father figure goes, hey, maybe I actually do want to be a father figure, saves the kid, pulls him out of basically the exploding cave, uh, and then they jump back on the ship and take off. You know, they're free, they're safe. And then at the last second, uh, the father figure goes, hey, just like your real dad, I'm leaving. And that's basically the story. One, I love this movie. It is my top favorite list. Yep, yep. Um, but that crazy character. Go ahead. The, the reason I, I, this is technically a bad sci-fi movie is because though literally the entire population of people who have seen it love it, critically... It is considered one of the worst movies. I have so. an idea what it is. 
I know what it is. Well, and, that, and that's what makes me think I know what it is. <laughs> All right. All right. So I have, for the first couple seconds, I was like, he is telling us about Star Wars, but then I, it wasn't. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, is it animated? Yes. Titan A. Close. I also love that movie, but no. Same era. Hmm? Relatively the same era. Yeah, about. I do love the animation of Titan A.E., though. It's so good, especially for when it came out. The animation still holds up to an extent. All right. Is it is it by Disney? Yeah, you had your chance. Someone else has turned to guess. So, in other words, yes. All right. So, I know what it is then. Okay. <laughs> Anybody Nick, else want to guess? Because I, I know what it is he now. knows. I know, oh, I, I know. I know. I can tell you the crazy person who that was played by. Okay. I have no idea. Chris, you got any guesses here? Since you said it was Disney, the only thing that possibly comes to mind is that now I can't even think of the name of it. It's the the one that stars the character Milo, and it was I can't even think of the guy who voiced him now. But it had the Mike Magola type animation because i think he was a consultant on it but i don't you're, think i'm right you're thinking of atlantis yes and that is incorrect i knew it was but that's what i thought okay so do you want me to guess again nick before you say yes or no i guess because it was one of these two movies in my head but i went with titan ae first so i'm thinking treasure planet yep my favorite movie <laughs> ever so long so both both Titan AE and Treasure Planet were movies that my boys watched a lot when they were younger. But as you were going through the description, I was thinking that it was, I was like, it's one or the other, but I went with Titan AE on like a coin flip in my head. So, but as soon as you said no, and then you wouldn't answer the fact that it was Disney related, <laughs> then I knew exactly what it was. I, I uh, love that movie so much. Like that is my go-to feel-good movie. Despite like, there, there's a whole reason why it failed in the box office and everything, but such a good movie. Yeah, I remember having to buy that as soon as it came out on on DVD for my kids. That, that because that was, you know, that's not a bad movie night. That's that's a good duo right there. It's a wonderful <laughs> movie night. Since the tiny Perhaps person had seen neither of those. Oh, you could totally throw a Titan A.E. in there, too. Just Titan A.E. is a little more adult, surprisingly. As long as there's no dogs dying in any of them, I'm good. You can watch them. No, that's the Black Cauldron. Yeah, you should be fine. <laughs> that, that is the rule, though, is that John has to check and see if there's any dogs dying in a movie before I watch it. That's fair. You should watch Marley and Me. <clears throat> no, that's one of the reasons why watching... Uh, so oh, anyway, Nick, and he's Nick's gone. Nick's <laughs> 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 words, Marley me. I did it once. I did it once and cried for days. I watched, yeah, that movie. Um, oh no, it's and uh, the movie I Am Sam are on the no fly list around my house. Those are those are just stab you right in the heart movies. Ugh. I mean, I have a list of movies of the I need to cry. I'm going to watch this, but typically that's just Tarzan. 
Yeah, Marley and Me and and I Am Sam, I think those are probably the two of the movies that I have ugly cried the hardest to. Just like unexpected, you know, this is a whole rant that has nothing to do with sci-fi, but it is a little bit pop culture related. So, I mean, we're talking about, we, you know, sci-fi is pop culture, so we'll go there. That's my tie-in. But with Marley and Me, I didn't expect them to see to show the dog getting put down. Mm-hmm. And that's where I lost it. I was like, I was already sad enough knowing why they were going to the vet. And then they showed the dog on the table with like the, 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 the IV know, catheters, the like IV that. thing hooked to his precious little paw. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So I, I will tell the story because I know that she's watching. My mom loaned that book to my grandpa. Oh no. My oh, grandpa no. threw the book at her the next time we were there with the, why would you have me read that? The dog dies. This book that's is fair. terrible. That's a fair response. If if you want to cry so though, mad at her. If, if you want to cry at a dog movie, no. a dog's purpose. Nope. That oh. I was I. No one told me what it was about. I never saw a trailer. Nothing. Someone showed it to me on DVD. I'm like, yeah, why not? You know how you just said that they, you weren't expecting them to show like the Mm-mm. the whole putting them down mm-hmm. thing. That is the first dog they show. There's nope, more. Negat- and checked out right there and done. <laughs> yeah. There's more. There's, right. there's. Anyway. And Chris. Let me just cry in my mind uh, now. Exactly. Broken right, dragon. <laughs> he broke out the mood dragon. Exactly. All right, Chris, we're going to reel this back into sci fi. Tell right. us which one you picked, buddy. Oh, you know, after these first two sa- uh, sales pitches, I think I'm going to. Just crash and burn, but I'm gonna do my best here. All right. In a world. You know, I had to do it at least once, but I'm not sure I can carry that all the way through. We have a time-tested hero. He has saved the world more times than anyone knows, but he's fallen into obscurity. However, a new threat arises, and he must step up. And not only does he step up? He brings others up with him. A long lost love comes back and sees the man who he is now, not the man who he was. A newcomer whose life is filled with tragedy and disappointment finds the strength to step up and become the man he needs to be. An old friend shakes off the shackles of a lost memory and regains his mental strength. This hero not only strengthens the people around him, but also animals as well. By his mere presence, animals are are able to just exceed their physical capabilities and even inanimate objects. This man inspires things to create impossible deeds. They are able to withstand pressures and stresses that no one thought possible. And with this crackpot team, our hero is able to save the world once again. 
This sounds so familiar. Yeah, like nine different movies just flashed into my head. <laughs> I'm like, what, 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 who? Can we get some kind of like a setting that it's supposed to be in, just just to help us out? We're talking about, I think, the southwestern United States. So back to Mex New Mexico, perhaps. Mm -hmm. But like it a... does it does globe trot a bit. Do we have like a like a time frame? The time period, yeah. We're, the time period, I mean. Yeah. Is it going to give away too much if you say what like years this is supposed to to do it in? Perhaps, but okay. I think late fifties is good. Late fifties. So not Doctor Doolittle then? Okay. That's all I got with, out of that. With when you started talking about you know working with the animals, I'm like Doctor Doolittle, maybe. Kind you started saying inanimate objects, and my first thought was like the brave little toaster. I'm just <laughs> like, <laughs> that would actually make this movie better. <laughs> brave little toaster is a good movie. No, I'm saying it would make my movie better. Oh, how we. Hmm. I got nothing, which is well, just the story of my life today. That's actually a really good description, Chris, because I think you got us all stumped. Yeah. Shall I reveal it? Hang on. I I need to do my, my thinking pose. Kathleen, this is your favorite, though. <laughs> I'm just over here setting paper on fire with an electric uh, candle. You know, if I did that, I'd look like Professor Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get you the hell, the you know, uh, Cerebro, yeah, yeah. Gotta get you the Cerebro helmet. Though my wife will never let me uh cosplay as him because I'd have to shave this off. Ah, that's why uh, when I go as One Punch Man, I have to either wear a mask or paint this like flesh colored. One Punch Man, there you go. One punch. Was it made in 1950s or was it no set okay. in the 1950s? Set 1950s. Well, I really don't know. I got nothing. All right, go ahead, Chris. Reveal it. Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh! Okay. <sighs> you know, hang on. Hang on. That was literally my first thought as you were describing it until you said animals and inanimate objects start getting, like, bolstered by them. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's wrong. I the monkeys, the monkeys chasing the jeep. I've never seen monkeys swing and travel through trees at sixty miles an hour. <laughs> That's true. And the refrigerator. The refrigerator. All right, that's kind of true. Yeah, you got if me on that one. If you use the skull as an example, I'd be like, "You got me." But that mm, the fridge. But see, that's the thing. If I used the skull, it would have totally destroyed my purpose of trying to sell you on it. Right. Now I was trying yeah, to sell you on it. Because that's where I would have stopped watching. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm glad that they waited, you know, the whole alien thing till the end of the movie so you could I could, you know, be unimpressed with the rest of it. So all right. Good job, Chris. You you made it through. Nobody got it. All right, yeah. Kathleen. 
Sell us a sci-fi. All right. During an interplanetary conflict in which trading has been cut off to multiple planets, a peacekeeping officer and his student are sent to negotiate with leaders to stop the planned invasion. And when that fails, they rescue the leader of the planet and flee the planet. While fleeing, their ship is damaged and they are trapped on a different planet. They seek the help of a local shopkeeper and his child slave and his robot. <laughs> it's sounding a little familiar. Yeah, I, I think, you know, Pick the pieces me. are starting Pick to me. go together. Right? Are they start, they're starting to feel familiar? Yes, Tim? Pick me. I know it. Yes, I'm sure you do. Okay, I'll shut up then. <laughs> I had so much fun writing this. This, oh, this was just great. I didn't even get that far into it because I'm like, they're going to get it. But they also all agree with it. Hey, that was wizard. <laughs> How <laughs> dare you? How Are we talking dare about, you? So it's Willow, right? The movie Willow? Totally. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was Footloose. <laughs> Footloose? Nobody puts baby in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, the peacekeeping agent senses that the slave child has the potential to be important to his own peacekeeping belief systems. Oh, wow. Catholicism. <laughs> oh, I had so much fun with this. He frees the slave child and brings him with him to meet his fellow peacekeeping workers. As they go to leave the planet, the main character, Peacekeeper, fights a big icky baddie who was sent to capture the leader that they have with them. Main character, Peacekeeper, seeks permission to train the young child in his belief system and is told no, and does it anyway. That I knew exactly I was going to be like, character. Into it, and you guys are like, gosh. <laughs> Uh, I'm right. going to say it's the Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> Final answer. <laughs> going Ghostbusters. No, I, I, you know I think it's Ghostbusters 2, actually. Yeah. Thing, and you still know the movie. <sighs> and, the, and the power is with the NES Advantage. Oh, yes. yes. So, Tim, because you were the first one who knew what it was, what is it? It's definitely the Phantom Menace. Yes, it is. All right. Oh, it's not Willow? No, it's not. <laughs> I'm supposed to be the blonde here, Nick. All right. Here's mine. Oh. No rebuttal? No complaining that I did that one? No? Mm -mm. No. No, not at all. I'm uh, also not even sure if Nick is, like, human. <laughs> John wants to see your game notes. <laughs> nice. All right, so here it is. Uh, there is, there are uh, a group of people who move into the desert, which is an area previously controlled by other people. We'll call them desert warriors, perhaps. Uh, now, under, what lives underneath the sand responds to vibrations and will kill you if you're not careful. Now, the previous residents are far better equipped with far more impressive weapons. And they use these to not only defend themselves from invaders, but also to defend themselves against the things that live under the sand. Now, these under-the-sand creatures have to be hunted one by one to rid them of their home. And that's all I'm telling you. Oh, okay. I was wait waiting for a little more there. No, um, that's, all, that's all I'm giving you. <clears throat> Dune? I was thinking John. Tremors as well. Yeah. 
Tremors and Dune you, are so very similar, though. You, you started off with the vibrations and the mm -hmm. things under the ground. I'm like, oh, it's Tremors. And then you're like, actually. <laughs> the first thing I thought of was Dune. Okay. But All right. Tremors so is also sounds, sense. It sounds wrong, though, for my some reason. What's that, Kathleen? I said my mom is also guessing Tremors. She is she? Okay. She texted me. Ah, okay. All right. Final answers, anyone? The real question is, would Tim actually pick Tremors or Dune for this answer? He would pick both. I do know he did not like Dune, especially the original. But he would also choose it to mess with us. But would I, though? Yes, you would. But would I, though? Don't try the Jedi mind trick over there. I know. <laughs> Tim, just with that, you would make an excellent DM. <laughs> but what I, I opened the door. Are you sure about that? <laughs> Is that the door you want to open? You are now how do you, to the door, how do you door open with it? a mimic. Yeah. Everything's a mimic. All right. Final answers. Who, who's got one? What do you think? I'll say Dune. All right. My answer is, Chris is correct. It is Tremors, Woo! or a.k.a. Redneck Dune. Redneck Dune! <laughs> Literally the same movie, just with Kevin Bacon. One of them is set yeah. in New Mexico. One of them is set on a planet on, you know, somewhere else. It's essentially the same movie. Yeah. Which I will fight you. Like, where are we all doing the Tremors? Dune. Tremors? Dune. <laughs> Everything's better with bacon. Mmm, bacon. <laughs> I should get the bacon out of the freezer so I can make something. Except X-Men Origins. I actually really bad. like him in, in that. I'll be honest I with you. I didn't. He was a little underused, but he wasn't bad. He was in that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally <sighs> the main Nick. villain. He's the main bad guy who teaches Magneto to be a bad guy. Did you just call him Magneto? Guy, the only character who was supposed to be him, invincible. I called him Magneto. How dare you? Because I can. All right. Sorry. Right. Good job selling the sci-fi tonight, guys. Very good. Very good. Um, because we've only got about 20 minutes left, I do want to talk about this a little bit. Uh, this Friday, we have Obi-Wan Kenobi coming out. Kenobi! And, Kenobi! and the reason why that this is... Um, uh, so important or, or so something I wanted to talk about tonight is because of something that was uh, put out just a little bit ago by um, Disney plus the UK, the uh, UK, their Twitter account. But before that, because Ben did that, I have to do this. Kenobi! I mean, it's Maul. I have to. to respect. Can we get him on the podcast for the Kenobi review? I would love to get Sam Whitler to come back on the podcast. That would be amazing. He was a but... fantastic guest for you guys. That was oh, so much fun to watch. He's probably blocked so much... us and has blocked that from his memory. It's, it's fair. But hey, let's let's bring up this image real quick. Here it is. This is from uh, uh, Disney Plus UK. And what their their recommended watch list is for coming up leading into uh, Kenobi. So on Friday, May 20th, they suggested The Phantom Menace. 
on uh, the 21st, they want Attack of the Clones. The 22nd, they want us to watch the Clone Wars movie. So today we should be watching Clone Wars ep- uh, Season 2, Episodes 12 through 16. Tomorrow, watch <laughs> Season 4, Episodes 15 through 18. The 25th, Wednesday, Clone Wars Season 5, Episodes 14 through 16. And then Thursday, Revenge of the Sith. And then, of course, Friday, start off with Clone Wars. Now, does anyone want to venture a guess as to why I think it's kind of interesting that they've recommended some of the Clone Wars seasons? Yeah. So, oh, some of those I know are with Satine. Two of the sets are with Satine. Mm. So that's why I'm like, this is going to be depressing. (laughs) Season two and season four of of the Clone Wars, uh, it's the the introduction of Satine. And the backstory, and you get a little bit of backstory about her and and Obi's past. And then season four is the death of Duchess Satine. Um, go ahead, Chris. I readily confess I have never watched Clone Wars, and I know I have to now watch it to regain my geek cred. For those who may not know who this is, who is Satine? So Duchess Satine is the the queen of Mandalore. Um, well, not the queen, not really the queen. She's the Duchess. The Duchess. She's, yeah, she's the she's the ruling figure of Mandalore uh, at that time, and uh, and and so she is the person who took Mandalore from being a fighting warrior like nation to being a uh, pacifist nation where they were they were peaceful and they she was trying to keep them out of the uh, well any fight really uh she didn't want to be involved in the in the clone wars she didn't want the clone wars coming to mandalore she didn't want her her people leaving to go fight in the clone wars anything along those lines so um yeah she tried keeping as separate from it as possible and she's kind of a love interest to obi-wan not i have heard that I have heard that there, you know, that that name did sound familiar. I just didn't know exactly the extent of her relationship within the greater Star Wars universe. But I know that he, he and she had some kind of relationship. I did hear that. So, so the backstory behind that is, while Obi Wan was still a Padawan, Duchess Satine was basically targeted for targeted for assassination, and he was tasked to keep her safe. So they went into hiding together. That's actually where he took on the name for the first time of Ben instead of mm-hmm. Obi-Wan. Okay. Which is why in one of the episodes she calls him Ben instead of right. Obi. Uh, but they I, I don't it's gonna be a spoiler. Yeah, okay. Listen, there's a whole thing with that that I would love to go into, but we literally don't have enough time for that. We would need days. Oh, I firmly believe that. Corky cries is the child of Obi Wan. Firmly, wholeheartedly. As a matter of fact, when we had Anna Graves on, uh, and we asked her about that, if uh, and she could neither confirm nor deny uh, if if that was the case. But she did say that she thought it was a little odd that Corky was her nephew, but uh, canonically, there's no mention of Bo, her only sister, <clears throat> having a child. So. Literally um, never mentions that she has a kid either. Right. So, so yeah. 
I mean, draw from that what you will, but I have ever the the moment that Corky walked on screen the very first time I watched that, I was like, "That's Obi's kid." And <laughs> they don't draw them to look similar if they don't mean for us to think that. Like, right. There's there's different enough. definite similarities between him and you know there's the cries features and there's Kenobi features in him. So so that you can really see it in like not only just the hair but the eyes don't match yeah. the teens at all. Right. You're just yeah. like mm. but they match Obi. So uh, what I'm curious of is that why do they want us to watch the Satine backstory issues? Are we going to see like Obi having flashbacks of, you know, love's lost or is there going to be an introduction to cuz look, he'd be about the proper age for the time when this is all happening on Tatooine for Corky to come into the picture in live action. It's a mm. it it's a possibility. The door of the sand hut just goes, "Dad, we need your help. <laughs> Don't give that lightsaber to that other kid, Dad. Let me have it. So, yeah. Help us, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're our only hope. <laughs> help me, Daddy. You're my only hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the other set of Clone Wars, is that uh, the Inquisitors? No, that's the uh, Racco Hardin story, where he goes undercover uh, with the genetic modifications, The you know, to... The fake face. Um, the fake face. Really? Yeah. So they're, they want you to watch the two Satine stories, the Racco Hardin story. Um, and then the, uh, the Clone Wars movie. Why is it that Racco Hardin sounds like Racco Sardines and that just, my I mean, brain hurts. My, my thought with Corky isn't that the Inquisitors are going to use him, but the, he, that he will be an inquisitor. Oh. If we know anything of like the Skywalker lineage, the like strength in the force transfers to your kids. So if he yeah. is technically a Kenobi, he will be strong in the force and the inquisitors could definitely like pervert could that. use that for sure. Interesting. I'm going to bring this uh, comment up from our friend uh, Darth Chaco. Uh, he says my thought is that there's just aren't a whole lot of arcs that truly develop Obi-Wan. He's not wrong. That's true. Oh, most of the stuff in the Clone Wars doesn't really show or develop anything that has to do with with uh, Obi-Wan's personality or character type or things along those lines. You see it in little bits here and there, but there aren't dedicated stories. And the Satine stories really do show a lot about of, of Obi and who he was and his personality type. The fact that he wouldn't follow the love, that he would follow, stick to the way of the Jedi uh, is also... You know, I think hmm. I think Dave Filoni said that like the main characters of the Clone Wars are the clones, Ahsoka, and then Anakin. Right. Like Obi Wan was more of a side character than anything else, despite having like a major role. But he's not the focus. Well, so it makes right, sense he's... why there's not nearly as many episodes focusing on him. Right, he's a side character in the sense that he's he's I won't call him a side, he's a support character. He's Yeah, support, that's what I meant. Sorry. He's definitely there for uh to support the other storylines, the other character developments. I mean, because we're mainly going to see um I would actually put Anakin ahead of Ahsoka personally because the, throughout the the entirety of the Clone Wars, you're watching the descent of Anakin Skywalker. 
you're watching him, you know, from the start where he was, you know, full on, hey, hey, ho, let's go. I'm a Jedi all the way to at the end where he's he's starting to question things, what's going on and how it's happening, why it's happening. And then, you know, going to straight up Vader. So, hey, hey, oh, ho, Ben Kenobi's got to go. <laughs> Some, that, something like that. Yes, Nick. That, um, that actually did make me think with the, the Racco Hardeen uh, storyline. Yeah. I honestly think that was the true, like, pivot point in the turn to Vader. Because that was Anakin just fully on the path of revenge. Oh, sure. And I think instead of that, it from him. I, I think in that regard, I don't think they want you to see those episodes to get a look at Obi-Wan. I think they want you to watch those to look at the early Vader. Yeah. Because we oh, know Vader is going to be in Kenobi. So that's, that's true. why I think those are there. That's true. That's a good, that's a good out. Yeah. And they also have uh, Revenge of the Sith in there too. Wait, yeah. 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 I'm gonna bring it back up on the screen. So yeah, so there's Revenge of the Sith, there's the Clone Wars movie. Um and I and I'm thinking too that they're I think part of this is that they're going to show a tie-in, you know, they're gonna use it as a tie-in back to Ahsoka, and that's why we're we're watching some of the, the Clone Wars the movie, right? And uh you know, because she's not mentioned in the live action movies, of course. But um I, I yeah. think Ben is right. It is a story of Anakin's descent. So you know where Anakin's coming from. And it's, like it's going to focus on Kenobi, but I think we'll probably get a little more Anakin in there too. Right. Yeah, I, I think there's some really cool things. I, I, I'm very <clears throat> curious as to what we're going to exactly see. You know, what's going on. Um, you know, and moving forward, and how that's all going to play out with Friday's release. Let's see. Darth Chaco says Dave Filoni confirmed that the Racco Hardeen arc was actually Palpatine's first attempt to turn Anakin. It was just told through Obi Wan's eyes. That makes sense to me. That's that's exactly what I was thinking. That it's that that storyline has the storyline has something to do with Kenobi, but the reason they're putting it in there is for Vader. Yeah. Yeah, I can get with that. That makes sense to me, honestly. Um, so who... Uh, uh, let's go back a second. Sorry. Who killed Satine? <laughs> is that another George. conversation? That, that That is a whole story. But, uh, Tim, if you want to bring up the the video from two seconds ago. To, oh, to of, get the of, answer properly. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hang on. Hey. So that was the answer. Yeah. There's your your criminal right there. Yeah. um, The whole point of Maul being in the Clone Wars is is basically him trying to get revenge on Kenobi the whole time. That's what everything that happens, uh, you know, Maul is looking for a way to get back at Kenobi to to repay him for, you know, making him a half off sale. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so my thought is, and again, I'm coming from this with a lot, you know, greener vision. You guys, you know, I know I understand that this is to paint a broader, a more vivid picture of Anakin's descent. But maybe 
they're showing they want us to watch those episodes so we see Kenobi's resolve mm-hmm. to show what he has gone through, what he has lost, and yet he still oh, yeah. is a stalwart character. And to oh, see yeah. the juxtaposition of those two and to see the continued growth of that relationship up until they fight like old men. No, yeah. I I think that that's definitely part of it too, John. Nice. Maul is the coyote, Kenobi is the roadrunner. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. So, all right. So, yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're, we have a lot of, all we have is a couple small trailers to go off of right now and a whole lot of ideas of what it might sort of could kind of be. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff coming up this Friday. Remember there's not one, but two episodes being released on Friday. So, um, don't call me, talk to me, or any text me anything before noon. Uh, your your calls, uh, texts, and whatever smoke signals will be duly ignored until Mall. Uh, I mean, not Mall, but uh, Kenobi has been watched. I'm probably watching a little Mall as well, but yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's coming up on Friday. Another thing uh, coming up on Friday. Exactly. Hold on, before we get to that, before we get to, I know we're, we're running short on time here, but uh, again, Chris, if you would, please remind everybody where they can find you and, and what your show is about, please. Definitely. Thanks, Tim. And thanks everyone for having me tonight. I really appreciated it. Uh, you can find me on Scar Bearers, which can be found on Apple Podcasts. Also look uh, in YouTube on YouTube. It's Chris DT Gordon. And my website is chrisdtgordon.com where you can find the podcast and also get an idea of what I speak about, which is the attitude of gratitude. There you go. Very good. And Ben, remind people where they can find you on TikTok, please. Uh, So I'm on TikTok at hardy underscore healer, where I make a bunch of random different kinds of content. I'm currently in the middle of planning like 8,000 other things, so I'm going to figure that out. Uh, But before we get to full sign-offs what at what point do you think we're going to see vader and at what point do you think we're going to see kenobi cry episode two <laughs> i don't think we'll see vader till episode four no you think they're going to make us wait that long yes i think no. i don't think we'll see vader till halfway through the series i have a feeling that's why they're doing two episodes in one day though is that they're gonna throw vader into the end of episode two just to appease us I would be, be shocked if they did. I think they show want to tease Vader. it. Yeah, there no, might it'll be hints probably of be like it. a silhouette or just the breathing or yeah, someone just walking up, going it. "Master, like Master Hayes, something's up," and then just yeah. like, Lord Vader, and then you know, somebody walks in, Lord Vader, we have him, and you're here, and then which you know, even knowing that Vader is not real, hearing that Darth Vader breathing behind you anywhere is terrifying. Always gets my attention and makes me giggle with excitement because I he's one of my favorite villains of all time. The, the Darth Vader that kept following me around Monroe Pop Fest and intentionally scaring me was hilarious. But Look, anyway. John was just out of breath. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> all or right. He's not being mean to my husband this time. All right, Nick, go ahead. All right. So last Friday, our guest was the very first to make a return trip to the Funny Science Fiction podcast. He's the only human on Earth to have written for Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Doctor Who, not to mention an Emmy-winning writer for Phineas and Ferb's Candace Against the Universe. Enjoy the trailer for Joshua Pruitt. 
Hi, this is Josh Pruitt, and you're listening to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. He tells us a wonderful story of the day that he got to listen to them recording his episode. Which is super cool. <laughs> it was really cool. Yeah. And you can still find that episode of the Funny Science Fiction on our YouTube channel and your favorite audio podcast providers. And remember that your subscription to our YouTube channel is a major help. So please do not forget to click the like and subscribe as you watch the videos. But this Friday, after you watch Kenobi, totally after, I get it. Our guest Legitimate. this Friday is an up-and-coming actress who you might have seen in movies and shows such as Crips Fight Night, 5150, a My Chemical Romance music video, and even Star Trek Picard. Hi, this is Adele Pomeranke, and you're listening to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. So yeah, so this Friday you'll get so to meet excited. Adele Pomeranke. Uh, she's an up-and-coming actress that you're about, I really think you're about to see a whole lot more of. She's, uh, we have a really fun and, and great conversation with her. And matter of fact, uh, Mr. Ben guest hosted with us on that show. So I was there. She's really cool. <laughs> exactly. You'll get to see him ask her some questions. And uh, if you haven't already seen it, you can watch uh, Picard season two and you will find her there as Ensign Kemi. So be sure to tune in this Friday. Again, totally legit. Wait till after you've seen Kenobi. We will not be offended uh, at all because... Or you can watch I'm it not... while waiting for your spouse to get home from work. We will also exactly. be watching Kenobi and nothing else. <laughs> exactly. So it's completely understood. But tune in this Friday morning. Exactly. Well, there, that's the problem. Uh, but tune in Friday morning. You can watch us on YouTube or you can, of course, listen to it on your favorite audio podcast provider. All right, guys. Hey, Chris and Ben, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you for putting up with our madness and our insanity because we barely got this thing off the ground today. No so. worries. Thank you again for having me. I greatly appreciate it. And I just felt right at home. So it's okay. Excellent. Do you also live in a zoo? <laughs> Pretty much so. <laughs> See, there you go. I, the flinging I, poop, you know, it, it, it ebbs and flows. It happens. I was, I was going to ask if you live in like the, the sterile containment uh, unit that Nick <laughs> exists in. It's really the lampshade being the color of the wall. Yeah, the fact that everything is the same, like just off white kind Thank of you color. For not wearing a gray shirt tonight, too, Nick. That would have been too much. Yeah. Would you stop flinging things over there? <laughs> well, he fling, mentioned flinging poo. poo. That's the only thing I could find. I, I was fresh <laughs> out of poo, so. Oh, I'm, right. thankfully. Or on that thankfully. note. Anyway. On that note. Goodbye, goodbye everybody. Hey, thanks so much for watching goodbye. Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Please don't judge us badly for this. It okay, might be better you can time. judge us. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. I won't. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of Funny Science Fiction, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our future episodes, please contact us by means of our Facebook group, Funny Science Fiction. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram using the handle at Funny Sci-Fi. Or you can go to DraytonAllen.com and click the contact me link at the bottom of the page. 
thanks again. Hope you enjoyed the episode.